to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life. And rock! So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock! Update from McCheese at some point, uh, but Genghis uh, is going to be on select shows coming up. Uh, so right now it's just your boy Ragman, uh, and I'm doing the Ragman show because there's no Genghis. Uh, so <laughs> what the fuck, John? How did you get in here? Part of contract. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't breach my contract. Uh, that's another story. Hey, uh, but uh, anyway, it's uh, the Ragman Show. Unfortunately, John's still here. So the two of us are actually me. <laughs> Read the contract. I have a bigger part in the show now. So uh, let me ask you this, John. Did, uh, did you have a part at Genghis not being on the show anymore? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Uh, well, anyway, like I said, G- uh, Genghis will be in and out. Uh, so I've decided to carry on the metal torch or the torch or whatever it's going to be or whatever this is. Uh, it's kind of going to be like the Genghis and Ragman show. But like I said, no Genghis. So uh, honestly, uh, be doing some uh, regular shtick, playing some tunes, talking music, talking life. And... Uh, have some interviews so i hope you guys dig it we hadn't been on it a bit uh just to give you uh i guess a preview or <laughs> a rewind of 2022 uh, uh i tell you what before we do that let's do some metal let's do some music uh let's do something from a band i really dug i really discovered in 2022 saw them a few times live they kicked my ass every fucking time and we're gonna see them at 23 so i'm pretty excited about it uh, it's a band out of Dallas called Pippa King. Here's one of my favorite songs from them called Vendetta. Yes! <laughs> 
is my vendetta! I don't know what will. Somebody will kick your ass. Or someone would lick your ass and his name's John. Oh! Hey, Scott, buddy. Hey, Scott, buddy. Uh, if you're in that book, it's, uh, it's jokes that you're not supposed to do, okay? Yeah, yeah, you sound like a fucking grandma over there. So anyway, um, fucking what a year. Uh, but you know what? In classic Angus and Ragman fashion, I'm fucking thirsty over here. So, um, Mr. G, will you give me an intro sound? in there so they're gonna do that uh but yeah i got me a beer over here so uh this one's gonna be a good one i hope i hope it's not bad you know that's one thing um i'm a hoarder when it comes to beer especially and uh i'll go buy beer i'll get these four packs i'll go in the brewery i'm like fucking hey i gotta have that i'm gonna drink it when i get home and then i look at the fridge i'm like well no i need to wait until there's a special occasion to drink this beer and this, <laughs> the special occasion never happens because i buy more beer or i go to breweries and i drink beer there and then when i get home it's i'm, I'm not going to drink beer anymore so unfortunately uh the hoarderness in me uh hoards all these beers and i try to drink them before they go bad and thank god uh double ipas have a stronger I, uh, abv to them so with the stronger abv i found that some uh, double IPAs will last up to a year. So, put that in your pipe and smoke it. So, tonight, I've got the Excalibur Brewing Company, uh, the No More Cheese Plates. It's a mango vanilla milkshake. Uh, got this a while back, so, again, I hope it's not shite. So, anyway, uh, real quick uh, review here. It's very hazy, uh, kind of mango colored. 
a little bit ahead on top. The aroma, I could smell mango, but unfortunately, uh, it's starting to be on the older end of the scale. So, oh well, fuck it. I'm going to drink it anyway. So, clink myself. Ah, I think this one's... I can't rate this. It's, it's gone bad, but I will drink it. I will not waste beer if it's drinkable. I have my thrown out beers if they're not good, though. So, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get back to business. Hmm. So, uh, anyway, 2022, or actually, let's go back to 2020. A lot, a lot happened over the last couple of years for me, uh, and we've talked about this. I went through divorce. Uh, and we went through the pandemic. We did a lot of shows. I think your boy Ragman got a bit burnt out mixing shows and so forth. So I didn't, after I put out all those shows, did all the interviews, um, it was uh, time to take a little time to myself and uh, kind of line it out of the cage scenario. So you divorce people out there, I think you'll know what I mean. Uh, after being married for many years, you kind of feel trapped and you're like uh, your partner if they kind of put the clamps on you uh, I mean you couldn't do shit and uh, and when you got the locks off you or the clamps off you you're like fuck man I'm gonna do everything I can do I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on every girl or if you're a girl hit on every guy well maybe that that could go over the wrong way too uh, but anyway uh, what I'm saying is I felt like I could go and do anything I wanted. I didn't have a boss. I didn't have uh, someone looking over my shoulder saying, hey, are you cheating on me? Or oh, why do you want to hang out with your friends more than me? And all this shit. And I never cheated on my ex-wife. I'll put that out there. Uh, but uh, she was a jealous type. So again, we're not going to get that personal unless you want to. Uh, and I could do whatever the fuck I want. It's my platform here. Fuck you, John. Uh, that's one that you can't do. Uh, fuck yourself. What? Uh, just a joke. Um, so anyway, uh, you kind of get that feeling you can do whatever you want because you can. Uh, and my daughter's old, or old-er. Uh, she can take care of herself. So I kind of went uh, on... I don't know, a boondoggle of sorts for the last two years, the last two years, uh, of kind of doing what I wanted, seeing a lot of shows, uh, hanging out with friends, meeting a lot of new friends, and unfortunately, The Right to Rock became a little bit on the back burner, um, and I want to change that. I miss you guys, and I hope you miss the show. I know we have a few people that have reached out, so... Uh, truth be told, Genghis will still be on some shows, and that will be called the Genghis and Ragman Show. But for now, this will just be the Ragman Show. So you'll probably get more of me than you'll get more of the two of us, if that makes any sense. Uh, but anyway, a lot's happened over the last two years of my life, and uh, just moved into the house, um, and uh, I'm broke now. So that's another reason that I'll be doing the show more. Uh, and dude, traveled, I've done a lot of shit, man. So a lot of shows, uh, dated a lot of girls, had a really good girlfriend, 
She broke my heart. Pull out your fucking violins. Get your Kleenex ready. Uh, still dealing with that, especially through the holidays. Uh, but hey, your boy Ragman's going to come back stronger. And then we're going to do... I'm going to do a lot of shows, a lot more shows, and try to get a lot more interviews too. So, again, getting back on track. Uh, this is not the end of the Genghis Ragman show. This is just, I guess, you know, spinoff. You know, uh, what was this? The, what, the All in the Family and the Jeffersons got the spinoff. And then uh, the Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley got the spinoff. I, I'm dating myself with these spinoffs because... I can't remember any of the fucking newer ones off the top of my head. But uh, that's kind of what this is going to be. So I'm going to talk music and I'm going to talk beer and I'm going to talk my life and I'm going to talk weird shit that I see here and all that stuff. So uh, I know some of you guys enjoy that. So I hope you still do. But I tell you what, uh, before we get into more talk... I want to introduce you guys into a genre that I've really uh, grown fond of over the last two years called pop pop. And don't don't frown, don't make noises. I hear you. Uh, but it's it's I don't know. It's it's really cool. Now I'm I'm gonna get into some conversation after I play the song uh, about what draws me to this music and so forth. So this is a band that my friend. Uh, showed me called Neck Deep, and I saw him on the Sad Summer Tour this this uh, last summer in Houston. Uh, great bill, uh, and the band's called Neck Deep. And I want to play a song called Kalima. Uh, People don't like it. Some people are like, fuck, what happened, dude? But I don't know. I kind of like it. And I kind of wanted to get into something tonight about, I guess, an older guy, old school guy, grew up in the, I guess, dawn of metal. Uh, you know, not, you know, Sabbath. I was alive, but I didn't know Sabbath, you know. Uh, I didn't really get into metal until, I would say, 80, 81. I mean, I heard Van Halen on the 78 record, and 
I guess my first real brush with metal, I remember being in my brother's car and hearing uh, Neon Nights uh, by uh, Black Sabbath was Dio. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then, ironically, in the same car ride, I think I heard uh, Flying High Again by Ozzy, or maybe not the same car ride, but within that same time frame. And my life changed. I was like, what is this? And went crazy. I discovered Iron Maiden on Killers, and just all this great music. Uh, and saw all the, and was blessed enough to be able to see a lot of those bands in their prime and have been able to see them, you know, on the latter part of their career. Um, and just go backwards a little bit, the first band I ever discovered was Kiss. Not really metal, more hard rock. Uh, but it was weird when I was a kid, I was Beach Boys, Elvis, and then discovered Kiss. And uh, was with Kiss until I guess uh, Dynasty and kind of lost interest and then went on to Beatles kick and then again uh, my brother in his car introduced me to a lot of great music so got to see a lot of those great bands so anyway uh, that said um, this past summer I just wanted to go through a couple of uh, shows I saw with the older bands so uh, one being the Scorpions. And I gotta say, the Scorpions could still bring it. They did a great job. And it may have been the heaviest I've seen Scorpions uh, in, in, in many years. And it was really cool to be able to see Thunder Mother, too. Thunder Mother opened up, and dude, they were phenomenal. They put on a great show. And uh, the crowd received them very well. Uh, I tell you what, let's play some Thunder Mother. Let's play something off their uh, last record. Let's go. Maiden. Maiden always delivers. Uh, they came back. I went up to Austin got and caught them. They did great. Um, but I want to say I, I've seen some other bands. So I've seen Queensryche. Uh, and 
eh, I, I think a lot of people have the same opinion, especially the new Queensryche without Jeff Tate, not being as strong. Um, and I don't know, man. I, Todd LaTorre uh, does great vocally for them, but to see him live, it just comes off boring. And you're like twiddling your thumbs, and you're like, what am I watching here? Should I go grab a book? I'm kind of bored. I mean, seriously, just not good. It's not good. And uh, I need to check the wire, but I, I, I think Michael Wilton may be the only original member left. That's what I heard the other day, but I'm not 100% on that. So, um, saw them. I saw Jeff Tate last year, and I saw him this year. Last year, I was like, holy shit, you know, the guy's still got it. But when you see some of these guys that have gone out on their own, you know, unless they've enlisted a bunch of, I guess, other musicians you're, you're aware of, uh, or somebody with a name or what have you, a lot of them will go for younger musicians. And this is what I've seen and heard from quite a few guys, where they go out for these younger guys, don't have to pay them as much, they have the name, and then they just go out and replicate what was done on record with whatever band they were in. So that's the case with Jeff Tate. So last year, uh, I saw him, and his band looked like a bunch of misfits, but I will say... Um, they sounded really good, really good. So, fast forward a year later, and saw him this year, and young band, different than last year, but fucking weird. A bunch of goofballs. Um, and they were giving their all and all that jazz, but fucking one of the guys, one of the guitar players was going to the other guitar players eating his fucking hair. <laughs> He, I mean, I mean, shit you not. He literally went up to the guy, pulled up his hair, and started eating his hair while the guy was playing. They're both fucking smiling, thinking it's funny. I was like, I think you two need a room. I, if you guys kiss, I don't know. But seriously. So it didn't happen once. It happened twice. And I, just, I felt like a dumbass because I didn't take any pictures. But what the fuck? In all my years of seeing concerts, I've never seen a guy or a girl or anybody go eat a band member's hair in the midst of their set or even off stage or on stage or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It, I mean, I don't know. Jeff still sounds great at his age, can still sing, but man... Dude, get some other people to play in your band that have better stage presence. I And again, these guys, in my opinion, weren't as talented as the people he had the year prior because I don't think they they were a little bit sloppier uh, playing some of the Queensryche stuff. So, And that's basically all Jeff's doing. So if you know Jeff Tate, he was big, high and mighty about doing all this weird shit with Queensryche. And then he did his solo career... And nothing really did that well. He did the Sweet Oblivion, which was really cool. Simone uh, Mulleroni was on the one record. And then he had, uh, I, I guess, another Italian guy on the next one, which I didn't think is solid, but you know me. I'm a big Simone Mulleroni fan. I love DGM. Um, but, I mean, 
he went back to the Queen Strike sound, but with people writing for him. I think he may have done lyrics, but musically, for the music and everything, uh, Jeff, I think, just wrote lyrics. So the, it, it was up to these other musicians that were, I guess, apparently big Queensryche fans from back in the day. So I tell you what, we should probably play some Sweet Oblivion since I'm yammering on about it. So here we go. <laughs> Simone Mulroney record. Uh, just because I'm such a homer for Simone. Guy is so fucking awesome. Uh, but that said, I mean, so, you know, Jeff Tate, Queen Jack, not, not just bagging on them, but the last time I saw Priest, I thought they were, you know, off. Uh, and again, I mean, Priest is, it's not blasphemy here. It's, they're older. They can't do it like they used to do it. Um, they still sounded okay, but I don't know. It was just, I saw them, and it wasn't this year, it was a couple of years ago, and I was like, when they came around this year for the 50th anniversary, everybody was like, very excited about it. I'm like, you know, I saw them in 1983 on Screaming for Vengeance, uh, and I saw them all the way through the 90s and the 2000s, and I don't know. It's just, I think... Some of these older bands, they don't want to give up, but they're, they should. Uh, like Kiss and like, uh, you know, say Priest. I think they should hang it up. I mean, fucking, it's just Rob, Ian Hill, and they're the only original guys. And Glenn, but Glenn comes out for two or three songs in some areas. Um, and they still wanted to bring KK back, which I don't, we all know that's not going to happen. Uh I think they should probably do a final tour, 
Scorpions, as good as they were, said they were going to do a final tour. Never did. You know, I don't know. I, I, the newer stuff, the last record was actually pretty good. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say with them. Um, but some of these bands, uh, I don't know. They're just, they don't have the energy. And I get it because they're, you know, pushing 60, 70 years old. Um, but so I guess coming for a full circle with, you know, why I played Neck Deep uh, is I like seeing some of these younger bands now uh, more than I like seeing the kind of what, what, what you would call old dinosaur bands. Uh, which, fuck, I made you myself. I grew up listening to these guys, right? But I don't know. These guys, these younger bands have a lot more energy live. And it reminds me of the uh, back in the day when I was seeing Priest and I was seeing some of these younger bands like, you know, see Dokken and Dio and, you know, they're, they're on these like early tours and stuff like that. And, and now you see them and they're just... I mean, some sound good, some don't sound so good. I saw Dokken, what, last year with George Lynch. I, I flew to L.A. and saw him at the Whiskey. And Don couldn't even sing. I mean, he could sing the low notes, but the bass player was carrying all the high stuff. And it was great seeing Lynch with him, but I'm like, Don, I think, I think you're done, dude. Uh, I just don't... I guess it gets in these guys blood that they can't just put it down and be done with it and I get it but as a fan I think I want to remember them when they were great or at least when they were really good Um, not where they're struggling and you wonder if it's the paycheck which you know seeing some of the numbers of these clubs you're thinking probably not making that big a paycheck I think it's in the blood and I think they just can't let go. And I fucking respect the shit out of that. But at some point, you got to say goodbye. And, you know, hopefully you saved your money. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, you know, that's what's gravitated me to some of these younger bands. And, um, you know, before I go, th- these shows will be a little bit shorter. I- I'm getting started here get my bearings. Just me. So I'm yammering on by myself. Except I've got fucking Dickhead up there. Uh, oh, he's gone. Good. Um, so, it's just me. So, probably do 30 minutes or so. And uh, once the new year starts, I'll uh, be doing some more interviews too. So, uh, I'm great. Great feeling to get back in the fold and be doing this again. Again, I'm all over the fucking place. I have no agenda tonight, but except for to kind of tell you what I'm up to. But anyway, what I did want to mention is, uh, you know, we're not doing a recap show like we've done in the past. Uh, so what I did want to bring up is one of my favorite shows of the year. And, and this show was amazing, man. It was uh, the So What Festival in uh, Dallas. So did a roadie with a couple buddies. We stayed in a hostel. We partied all night and drank a lot of beer. So what's better than that, right? So um, anyway, it's called the So What Festival. It's in Arlington. They had it at the uh, fucking, 
I guess, stadium where the Rangers used to play. So just uh, some highlights of that. I mean, I saw O Sleeper. They're heavy as fuck. Uh, you guys, I'll play some of them on the show at some point. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who my... I, I Prevail was really cool. And I just saw them again um, this summer. And great band. And uh, a, a band uh, that uh, Genghis and I both love, Born of Osiris, was playing. Uh, I didn't see New Year's Day. Crown the Empire, The Devil Wears Prada, Wage War... Uh, Fire from the Gods, they weren't very good. I was like, what the fuck? I was looking forward to hear, or seeing them, and I'm like, eh, not a big fan. Uh, the Ghosts Inside, they were badass. Uh, one of the headliners was Under Oath, and they're a band, and this is funny. I, I don't know if you, I guess, older fans out there, uh, when it came to, I guess, early 2000s, and you were just looking for something heavy, uh, or if you were a guy that, if you knew the band was heavy and it had a cool album cover, you just fucking bought it. Uh, Under Oath was one of those bands for me, uh, which uh, I went and saw them. One of my buddies was like, you guys see them? They're you know, pioneers of the style of music, blah, blah, blah. And I went and I'm like, oh, fuck, I recognize so many songs. I went back and looked at the album covers when I was putting a Spotify list together. And I'm like, holy shit. I've got like a couple of the records and I fucking forgot it. Uh, so they, they kicked ass. And so I'm saying, I guess I say to you guys, if, if you see a band's coming to your town, it's what I've been doing lately too, is even if I don't know them or know them by name or I forgot, fuck, I bought the CD or I bought on Amazon, whatever, check it out, get on YouTube and just say, oh, okay, that sounds cool. Go check them out. Because a lot of these shows are fucking... I, I know a lot of shows that I'm going to are about 25 bucks. So, uh, plus bullshit fees, of course. So it gets up to like $30. Uh, but I that's what I did last year. Any band that came to town that I remotely wanted to see, I went and saw. And a lot of shows, I was pleasantly surprised. And like, so happy. I just uh, uh, said, you know, what the fuck? I'm going to go. So... I highly recommend that. Uh, and if you're married or whatever, and you bring your spouse. Uh, or if you're divorced or single, say what the fuck until you get tied down. Uh, another band, We Came as Romans. I'm going to go see them at the end of January, so we'll do a little bit more about them. Uh, Escape the Fate, seen them a few times. Uh, Suicide Silence, they were okay. I wasn't huge on them. Palais Royal. Uh, Lorna Shore there's just are so many fucking bands dude. it was like holy shit man and the coolest thing about that festival is they had I want to say five stages and one was rap and then the rest were rock, metal or pop punk uh, and dude you could just walk from stage to stage to stage to stage but and I was hoping it was going to happen again this year but apparently uh Dude uh, didn't plan so well last year. It didn't make enough money to, I guess, sustain doing the show this year. So that's a bummer. I was looking forward to going, but uh, who knows? There will be a festival, and I, I'm planning on trying to see one this year. So that is my hope, my friends. Uh, 
So anyway, uh, before I let y'all go, um, why don't we go out with a tune? What tune should I let you play? How about... How about... I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll play you something from a band, a newer band. I saw them in Awesome with my friend Haley, who I met at So What? And she and I fucking rocked to this band. We had a blast. They're called Real Friends. And I kind of say this song is my theme song right now. It's called Mess. guys i hope you like this new show again it could go on longer at times but uh or it could be about this time but it's a work in progress i hope you dig it uh we'll have interviews in the future but just want to get something out there and uh if you would uh shoot us a note uh, on my instagram or whatever and say hey that blue dog or it's pretty fucking cool. I like that. Keep doing more. Because this will get better. It's just not used to just talking to my fucking self. I guess I'm talking to you too. So, And <laughs> it's it's the two of us. And me. And John, of course. So anyway, guys, I want to say a, a bid you adieu. And I'm going to give you two big. <laughs> Hold on. I can't give you two big horns up. I'm going to give you one big horns up. So here's one big Holds up! <laughs>